Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me as always is Tim. Welcome, minions. Hey guys, first half of the Tasty Treats this week brought to us by Fort George Brewing, or Brewery, sorry, uh, which we've already had before, but it's a delicious IPA, the Vortex IPA. If I see this in a bar, I order it. Yep, it's a delicious beer. Hop-centric, stimulating, force of nature. Indian Pale Ale were originally designed to withstand the long voyage to India. Today, brewers... Concoct IPA is strong and hoppy enough to make the trip back as well. Vortex IPA is Fort George's contribution to the IPA arms race. I, I've been bitching about like IPAs, like you know, like anything of an IPA right now. Like, this is a true IPA. Like it's like hoppy. This is like a legit IPA. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm trying to figure out any other information on it. I'm not seeing. Well, um, it's just, available year round. Just talk about the brewery. It's in it, uh, Fort George. Is in uh, it's a really cool location in Astoria. Yeah. If you're ever on the coast in Oregon, you should definitely try to make a trip and check it out. They've got good food there too. Very good food. They always have some um, really good seasonal beers that you should try out. But definitely at least make one of your beers at the visit the Fort George Vortex. Yep, exactly. So, uh, hey, you ready? Cheers. There goes your microphone. Yep, I was cheering my microphone. Cheers. Ideally, this microphone coming in from the side or something, maybe. I don't know. We should try to figure out how to do that. Mm. I love this IPA. It's really good. Good price on it today, too. Oh, oh crap. Jesus, yeah. All right, Tim, what have you been up to this week, man? So, um, a while back, my wife splurged and got us VIP tickets to Violent Femmes, the whole family. Violent females? Violent Femmes. And females. It's not the Violent Femmes. They get mad when you say the in front. Violent Femmes, I think their first album. They get was, mad when they when you call them the Violent Femmes. Yeah, they've legitimately like not played a, a venue when they were introduced. That way. What? <laughs> Whatever. Fucking violent. They well, okay. So Violent Femmes, I believe their first album was eighty four. So like I didn't even take the time back machine. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Oh, I it wasn't even wasn't even a sperm in my dad's pants. Well, I didn't. I was like 10 years old when that came out, so I wasn't even listening to them then. I, I would say 17, maybe. Were they, were they like a big hit? They have one big hit. They are. They have a lot of songs, and I think that they have some good songs. Okay. But they are known for Blister in the Sun. That's their song that they're known for. Um, do you want to hear a little bit of them? Yeah. Okay. So, I, I picked this song because it's dark and edgy, nice. like a lot of their music is. It kind of shows their... Are they all females, by the way? None of them are female. Okay. Just female can refer to a an effeminate male. Oh, so, so they're a all... violent femme would be like a little guy that's angsty or something, like a little tiny dude that gets mad really often. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So, um, so this song is called uh, "I Hear the Rain." I hear the rain. I hear the rain. I hear I've the rain. Gotta kill the pain. I hear the rain. I hear the rain. It's great for the Northwest. It is. Gotta kill the pain. So I don't know if you want to hear the whole minute 34, but they do a harmony toward the end that I really like. Well, I mean, we can just keep playing this. Out on the lone Yeah, I'm, I'll probably stop talking when they get to the end when they harmonize. But that's fine. We we went to the zoo, which is where I was at, and there was a whole like. Hold on, there's like a whole story getting up to the zoo. Yeah, I should probably, I should probably. Oh like, yeah. Well, just to go back to the band, like. They had a good, like, hour and a half set, and it was at the zoo. By themselves? No, there was an opener, uh, someone I'd never heard of okay. before. 
we were in the vi- VIP section. I'll talk about this part of it now. And there was a free buffet with the Damn. VIP. And it was How much is that? There's a lot. Yeah. But Cheryl splurged and... Have your kid. kids ever heard of them? Or I mean, they've no. obviously heard of them. But now they have. This is the part. I hear the rain, I hear the rain, I hear the rain. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty, pretty good, like, you're going to. You gotta stop that, or the next one will load up. Um, Are you saying we don't want to listen to more? Of, like uh, I went through their, their popular like top twenty. I'm like, what would be one good song to? Like, you know, I've heard that one either from you before or just like randomly somewhere. I think it's great about you know just like the oppressive like fucking rain. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole the, me- the fucking me- place that we live. The mental illness that goes associated with 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 rain and, and darkness. Um, so yeah, they're edgy. They're they have some songs that are total like creeper songs. Like, there's one called "Give Me the Car." That's just almost like a date rape song. It's a little, weird. it's a little disturbing. That's very weird. Um, and then there's this one that goes from like gospel, like you know, old time gospel, to, like country. No, like gospel, gospel to like talking about, um, basically wanting to do it with black girls. Which nice, is, which is pretty cool. Um, there's that wide range country death songs. Another one I like about. Like the starving family and how a father decides to rectify the situation, which I think you'd enjoy. Yeah, I'll bet I would. Anyway, uh, good concert. Nice. A lot of people dancing and swinging and swaying. We were just kind of chilling in this little, um, it was kind of like a, I don't know, like a little veranda or porch or whatever. And then like, you go in and dip in and get the more iced tea or And it was uh, all free? Cookie. Well, free, I mean, whatever. We paid VIP for it, so well, yeah. not really. But it was, but did they many... actually have like real food too? Or no? Yeah, real food. Um, Pretty. They have beer? The beer was available inside. Uh, it was expensive, like typical. Oh, like, so you had to pay for that. That wasn't included in VIP. Right. Eight bucks gotcha. um, a can, basically. Gotcha. Which also okay. was it standard? Uh, they had some zoo full beers. Uh, they have full sale IPA, and I also got a session um, uh, lager from. Uh, I guess it was for full sale as well. Giant okay. nineteen ounce can. So I got the two beers. Nice for fifteen bucks, but the nineteen ounce kind of helped me stretch that dollars out a little. Just a little bit. So anyway, getting to the to do that concert was kind of an ordeal yeah well you want to explain this Tim? sure so first of all my wife thought it was at a different spot because so you guys didn't look at the tickets she didn't look at the tickets and there is a tiny stage in the rose garden which is adjacent to the zoo there's like this washington park that has a ton of different things Think about the japanese garden like- that's part of washington park okay there's also yeah the there's the rose Hoy- area there's the hoyt arboretum there's forest park which is the largest city park in america um, which is basically just giant amounts of like there's this it's a it's a hilly part of Portland and yeah and there's windy roads all around. I'm this. trying to picture where the hell the biggest you could literally spend a day in in Washington Park and not see everything. There's well, a... I spent a day and I did the Japanese Garden and then I did the Rose Garden. I guess would be considered. Yes. So the Rose Garden is where that other stage is. Oh, okay. and they have played there before. Oh, okay, um, are they a Portland native band? No, Wisconsin and Blue. Okay, so anyway, we. We drove there. We find a parking space. We pay for the parking space because you have to pay for parking there. You didn't have to do that before. And um, we're walking up to where this stage would be, the, the wrong one. And there's, like, nobody there. Well, we haven't got there yet. And my son needs to go to the bathroom. So He went to the little Rose Garden restaurant. So there's a, 
well, there's like a play structure, a really cool play structure. Like it's got little bridges and huh. it's actually pretty big and pretty cool. Your son would love it. Yeah. It's, it's giant. Um, I'll show you pictures later. Sweet. It's been a part of our adventure time Tuesdays once. Oh, um, nice. Anyway, so there's a covered area that you can like put picnics in. And there was like a family doing like a graduation like party. There's balloons and stuff. But there's a bathroom on the side of that enclosure. So my son like wants to go to the bathroom. So he goes in there. But the door is like stuck. And my wife just tells me, hey, can you help my son help our son with the door? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I don't really look at the situation. I just shove the door shut. And it, it took a little bit of force. So, you know, my son does his business, whatever. It's been a couple of minutes. We notice he's pounding on the door. He can't get out. So what I didn't realize is why why there's resistance closing the door is there was a stand on the bottom of the door, like to you know, to prop it open. And I basically just shoved it backwards along the cement and closed the door. So it was completely closed with that little tiny piece of metal blocking it from opening again. Great. Good job, Tim. So I'm like, well, crap. So I, I wrench on the door a little bit. It doesn't come up. So I go, okay, well, I go back to the van. I get a tiny toolkit I have for like road repairs yeah. and like a jack stand um, handle. Oh, Just, I'm, looking, I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking for pieces of metal to pry this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this door stop. Because I can, I can go underneath the door and I can see the door stop. Um, so... The jack handle wasn't meant And he for... couldn't get anything from his side? No. I mean, he's nine. Yeah, I know. He's a little guy. Yeah. Um, so I could I could pull the door, like, maybe to an inch open, like, just from the top. At the bottom, it wasn't really budging. Um, the hammer didn't really do anything. Like, Was, it... like, the party people like, what the fuck? They did it in the next part. Okay. Because I start wrenching on the door. I'm fairly strong. Yeah. It took me a significant amount of effort and like wrenching back and forth and noise because remember metal part cement ground. Yeah. But I got that damn door open because I'm Holy not, shit. not leaving my son behind. Because he couldn't kick it open because it was no, going the wrong direction. This is direction. a metal door. This is like a, an industrial door for like a park. This is not like some little. This is like a door that where they're that's like. a particle board piece of crap. This yeah. is a, a serious door. Yeah. I looked at the hinges too because I was like, maybe I can just knock the hinges out with my hammer and a pin or something. No. They they were like locked. Yeah, so I did get it open. Thank with, God, with a significant amount of force. Holy shit! And I tried remember to pull this open with force. I was really like throwing my two hundred thirty pounds plus my strength, my back, and my legs. Jesus, like, I was really getting into it. <laughs> so this family's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> they were all staring at us. Did they like understand once you got it, or were they still just like the guys a fucking psycho? They. Yeah, before my son came out, they're probably like, "What is he like? Is he you know is he after somebody? What is he doing?" The cops are all showing up. But, but, but from the time I started wrenching on the door till when he got out was I don't know forty seconds. Okay. Like I was really yeah, wrenching it was on like it. really quick. I wasn't messing around. Yeah, so that was like that. I gotta go see the fucking violent the violent femme. So that then we went to the the wrong stage and figured out was, <laughs> there was people on the stage like blowing bubbles. <laughs> you're like there's, there's nobody sitting you're on the like lawn. oh this is getting fucking <laughs> there's, weird there's nobody sitting on the lawn where yeah, there's like a like a terrace yeah, yeah there's nobody sitting there there's people on the actual stage blowing they had the cool bubbles like the really big ones but there's just people blowing bubbles we're like pretty sure this you're is- like wow then nobody else showed up and the band just decided fuck it we're blowing bubbles right <laughs> so that story went longer than i thought so uh father's day i worked all day that so, like, sounds awesome that was pretty awesome i got some cards from my is kids. father's day as bad as mother's day 
in the restaurant industry? I think it really depends where you are. Um, at a pizza place, it can be. Okay. Um, it wasn't too bad. The weather was really weird that night. Really, it was weird. beautiful. I got there at four p.m. at the second job, and it was ninety-four degrees. Within an hour, there was lightning oh, and yeah. rain and wind, and we had to close the patio. Oh yeah, it was weird. Um, and then there was a double rainbow later at nine p.m. It was I a, didn't see that part. It was weird. Okay, so moving on. Um, my son had a barbecue and a science fair this Monday. Okay. So um, he got to to talk about his science project, which was kind of funny. It was like uh, microwaving M and M's. To I saw that online. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, you you're gonna have to do this pretty soon. This science fair. Fuck that. I went to the Washington State Championship thingy up in Seattle and fucking took first place. Meh. Well, fine. You you do you do that for your son too? I don't want to build another fucking Mount St. Helens identical replica. There was actually rules against volcanoes for this. Like, was no, there? Yeah, nothing, no, nothing liquid. Well, I didn't have to I use the liquid up. There's in, probably some stories. There's probably some stories about like science projects gone wrong. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so, and then afterwards, there was a little barbecue. We got to eat oh, that's cool. hamburgers and hang out, and he got to talk about stuff. Nice. So, it was cool. so how did his science project turn out with the burnt skittles? Uh, M and M's. M and M's. Sorry, everyone wanted to eat his M and M's, even though they were the all melted ones. They weren't melted more than more like cracked. It's weird. Try, try okay. microwaving M and M sometimes. They don't. They don't explode. They don't melt like you think they would. They kind of crack. Weird. It's, it is weird. It must be that hard shell on the outside. Mm-hmm. Melts your mouth on your hands. Oh, gotcha. Um, we also saw Incredibles two. How uh, was it? It was good. I didn't realize it was fourteen years since the first. Yeah, one. I my was daughter, a wee lad. My daughter wasn't even born when the first one came out. Guess how old I was. I wait, wait, wait. How old are you, Tim? I'm fourteen. I was thirty. Guess how old I. Fuck you. I don't want to know. 14. God damn it. <laughs> it was good. You should see it at some point. Yeah. I've never seen the first one, so. <laughs> That's right. I forget you don't watch movies. All right. I've been talking too long. Uh, moving on quickly. Geeky stuff. Okay. Um, I was at a coffee shop that we go to frequently near our house, and they're like, hey, you won something. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but on May May the 4th, you know, Star Wars Day, May the 4th be with you. Mm-hmm. We took the kids and... um went to this coffee shop that was having an event for that day and there was a drawing and we entered it and we didn't really think anything about it. Where was this coffee shop? It wasn't your standard one, was it? No, Coffee Via. Where the hell is that? Uh, it's by the 24 Hour Fitness on 4th Plain. Uh, it's a Crave Girl. Oh, okay. Across the street or across, oh, across the parking lot. That's where you and I met that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool little place. Anyway, I apparently won this giant um, Star Wars figure that I just showed you. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we should probably take a picture of it for probably. Our- for our listeners, because they can't see it, um, maybe with your head in it. So for, what, for what character is that? It's one of the dudes that Ray just cuts the hell up in this one scene. The one scene when she is uh, with Snoke and she and uh, what's his face, the douchebag. Um, God, I can't remember his name. I right don't now. watch Star Wars. I don't know. It's the Vader wannabe douchebag, snot nosed kid that kills his father, Han Solo. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, it's the t- it's the time when they fight um, together for the first time. And it's a badass scene. Fight together or against each other? Together. Oh, shit. Okay. It's actually a cool scene. Um, but these are the guards that they cut up into little tiny pieces. Okay. You'd actually like this one scene. I'm sure I probably would. You would like this one scene. It's only like a couple minutes. I have a, I have a really tough question for you after this. Oh, fuck. Okay. So anyway, we've got this giant figure, and it is giant. It's like, what, two feet tall? Pro- yeah, it's about the same size as my Link figure. No, it's bigger, I think. You think? I think it's slightly bigger. Okay. Not much, but slightly. Yeah, so it's about 24 inches. Okay, it's freaking huge. And so I'm not sure where we're going to put it yet, but we won that. And then the other thing that arrived this week is something... Hold on, hold on. I have a question for you. Really tough question. Okay. 
So, I got to ask this earlier. Hmm. If you had a lightsaber. Yes. And Captain America's shield. Oh, shit. What would happen? This is a good question because now the same company owns both properties. I know. That's the reason why the, I, that's that's reason why I got this. I, I asked this question. And I say that his shield stops it. Well, this is an age-old question. Like, what happens when an irresistible force meets an immovable object? Yeah. I mean, this so is, this what is, do you think happens? This is an old philosophy question. But what do you think happens? The universe explodes. Well, fuck. They're owned by the same people. We might find out. It's a, You might see Captain America come in and kick whoever the fuck the villain is in Star Wars' ass. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen something stop a lightsaber before. I've never seen anything penetrate the shield. What's the shield made out of again? Is it um I can't remember adamantium or something? Something some stupid like that, yeah. Nonsense element. <laughs> Same shit that lightsabers are made out of. I feel like they would I feel like they'd both like just explode. Maybe or like it would reflect the laser back. I, I into feel like it. the shield would probably stop it. Probably. Maybe. I'm not sure. It's a tough question. The thing is, is like every piece of matter is vibrating atoms. There's a space between them. Yeah. So like, even that shield. Even that shield, there has to be something that can get through it. I think I don't know. Like maybe that the, the lightsaber. I don't know. I don't know this. The quote unquote. Maybe some of the lightsaber would slip right through. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just it's a little it, bit because it's a field generated by a crystal. I know that much. Like lightsabers have a crystal in the in the core of them that generate this. this See, I didn't even know that. I thought, yeah. was, I thought it was just a light well. That's bulb. part of the whole Jedi's like quest is building your lightsaber. You have to go get. Oh, this. building it. Yeah, oh. that's why everyone's it's why, different. Why everybody's Jedi is like that's why Kylo Ren is a fucking. Oh right, right, right. That's why his looks. You've seen his sword, right? No. It looks all chaotic and and jagged, and it looks like it like it's not. Like it's bad. Not tuned well. Gotcha. Yeah, it's really it's really <laughs> like other ones are like a quiet hum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> jagged, and that's how mine would turn out. Probably. And then he's got those stupid cross guards, which are the dumbest thing. Like, you want to talk about cutting your fingertips off? He's got cross guards. Like, little tiny lightsabers. Oh, sticking. that's that douchebag? Yeah. 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 His looks like the, like, fake well, he, balloon he teams, sword. He teams up with Ray in this one scene when they cut up these red guards. Gotcha. And it's kind of a cool scene. Gotcha. Especially when you set it to a certain music, which I'll try to find the video for you. Later. Okay. Okay. Sounds so, good. So I've been talking way too fucking long. Well, you're not done yet. What's What's the next thing you got? Um, I finally got something I'm looking forward to, which is the Zelda Encyclopedia um, from Dark Horse. I got the Collector's Edition, I believe it's called. Yeah. Um, and you got it as well. I'm going to let you take it away and talk about this because it's fucking amazing. So I know nothing about it yet except for your photos. Um, you haven't opened it yet? I haven't opened it yet, man. How could you possibly wait this long? Because I got it yesterday. Podcast is so, today. Okay. So you kind of jumped into Zelda and the Nintendo 64 era. Yeah. So I feel like part of what's cool about this package is sort of lost on you um hold on hold on hold on where is it right up there okay. i have it okay you i've d- never played it but i have it so I, so I will grant you that you at least understand why it's cool oh yeah no i understand why it's cool um and i don't actually have the sleeve for it but what now i'm doing is i'm opening up my amazon box which is it came shipped in a pretty good box it actually really did i'm actually very impressed i was a little that. worried honestly about the shipping, shipping? because mm-hmm. it comes with this plastic sleeve, which you have a knife that you're not going to fuck up my book on. I don't want to promise that I have this tiny one. Nope. Here, I'll fuck it up if I fuck it up. I would go right here and squeeze and pinch it. So to describe it, since well, we this is another picture we need to put on our Instagram account, but it's it looks like the original NES cart, the gold cart. 
Yeah. With the black plastic sleeve. Yep. Um, also. It looks just like the game cartridge. Yeah, the dimensions are close. Not quite accurate. Um, but it's a giant coffee table book. It's gold. Um, everything's gold on the, on the front on the cover, including the uh, pages. And it comes with a fucking instruction booklet. So there's an instruction booklet, guys. The Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia Instruction Booklet. Page one. Thank you for choosing Dark Horse Books, the Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia Deluxe Edition. Those of you of those of you about to embark on a journey with the Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia, please read the following carefully. The Kingdom of Hyrule is brimming with tales of powerful villains and fearsome monsters of a wise princess with a storied past and a courageous hero with a knack for stepping through time. There are also all kinds of locations and items and characters and quests and more and lore. There's so much lore. More than one's timeline's worth, even. What's an info-seeking enthusiast of all things legendary to do? Read the encyclopedia. So, that's really fucking cool. I'm not gonna lie, this book is, like, it's textured. Yeah, it's... Just like the fucking cart. They they really did a lot. Like, it's legitimately like the cart. Okay, when you pull it out, I want you to, before you even open it, just flip it to the back. The... I will say... So I have all the deluxe editions mm-hmm. of all these uh, Legend of Zelda stuff. This honestly makes me like his Historia Hyrule a lot less, but just based on what's inside of it too. Really, really. Um, I will say that this one is actually like a legitimate fucking deluxe edition. The other one had that shitty thin plastic Master Sword oh, right. sheath on it. Remember that? Yeah, I do. That was really shitty. Um, um, like it's got the um, texture on the side, like the cartridge does. A little. Um, oh yeah. What would you call those? The what? The texture on the side of what? These. Oh, like the little, uh, the, 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 I don't know, like, they're like little spacers. And then there's like the triangle where... Yeah, the arrow, the, tell you the which insert here. To, mm-hmm. I'll flip All it right. over. So, hold on. The front of it, guys, is just like the, the the actual cartridge. It's got the sticker on the front. It looks identical, but it says The Legend of Zelda, Zelda Encyclopedia. Dark Horse Books. And this seal is your uh, assurance that Nintendo has approved... Um, mine says deluxe edition. The pages are gold. Uh, and the back of it. Oh, is a fucking map. No, I mean the back. The back cover. Oh. Oh it's got, shit! It's got a warning label like the cartridge would. But caution: the Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia does not contain batteries, but it does contain a lot of information and may be damaged if the book is submerged in water or. The book is exposed to extreme temperatures. If you are saving your place in this book for later reading, it is suggested that you use book a bookmark or some form of marking your place instead of the potentially damaging practice of dog-earing the book pages. In the back of it actually has like embossing on it, like the actual cartridge would, but this time it says published by Dark Horse Books. I, I'm not going to lie. Dark Horse puts out some amazing fucking They spent product. some time on this one. This one is like a labor of love. Go to the very first page. The very first page? Mm-hmm. This one? Well, I mean the actual page oh. page. Those like the, the kibble contents. Oh, shit. It's got like every game. Every, all the main games. There's some notable absences here, though. See if you can pick them out. Mm. Do you give up? No, hold on. Well, there's Breath of the Wild that's missing, obviously. Yeah, it doesn't cover that for some reason in this. Which is interesting. Probably because this was uh, already in production before that. Uh, it also does not have... Oh, it does have the Ocarina. It does not have... Oh, it does have Majora's Mask. Um, doesn't have the Philips CDI games. Oh, that's true, huh? That's weird. 
Not really. I mean, nobody <laughs> talks about them, but maybe because those weren't Nintendo-made properties? Maybe. I don't know. I really love it, though. Apparently, it's a quippy challenge. Yep. Uh, I got some blur. Hold on. Uh, one more. One more. Uh, okay, done. All right, so um, it's an amazing book. It's not cheap. No, this was I like... I hope you didn't pay full price. They had it on sale for 60-something. Well, Amazon while. gives you refunds, dude. Okay. So, I don't know where you got yours from. I got it from Amazon. Yeah, they'll give you a refund if the price drops on it. So, I did pay the hundred and whatever dollars for it. Um, but then they refunded me my money. Cool. Um, I will say it's a little bit harder to get a book cartridge back into the sleeve than it is to get the, uh... I like that it has a sleeve, though, because, uh, that texture on the book looks a little, I don't know, like, I would probably read this on a tabletop more than my lap. Oh, yeah. That looks like it'd be rough on your lap. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, guys, uh, I did Father's Day as well. Um... Yeah, why well, was your Father's Day? Did you have an actual Father's Day unlike me? Um, kind of, yeah. Like, we went out to breakfast, okay. um, brunch, because it was Sunday. Sunday's the day that I let my wife sleep in, um, and I told her I wasn't going to change that this week. So I got up early with my son, hung out with him, um, watched some cartoons, and played. <coughs> what cartoons? Um, I don't remember what the cartoons, but we did watch, um, the series on the neck bomb thing again. Okay. And we watched some of that Evil with him. Geniuses. Yeah, Evil Genius. We watched uh, an episode of that again. We watched that 70s show. Um, what else did we watch? Futurama. Cool. Um, yeah. And so we did that. We went out to breakfast at Kitchen Table Cafe. Um, hung out there, ate. And then we went swimming right around like noon, 1 o'clock. And then swam up until it started pouring down rain and the sky grew black on us. And I thought all hell was opening up. I'm telling you, man, that was really weird. It was. It was, like, out of nowhere, too. We're talking, like, a beautiful summer day, and then, holy shit, like, the air just changed. The yeah. The wind picked up. It was up, just, like, was, black. Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. I was like, oh, I'm in Florida or something. This is mm-hmm. strange. Um, And then, other than that, really, this week, um, I started streaming video games again. You so, did. I streamed, like, three hours this weekend. Yeah, it was cool to watch you do so, some of that. I didn't get to see all of it, but I got to see some. So, like, the first one that I did was I ran off the GeForce experience, mm-hmm. um, and then the second day I set up OBS with Q. So, what is OBS? It's open broadcast software. How complicated is that to set up? It'd be complicated if I would have done it by myself. Mm. Um, but it's Once it's set up, how, how hard is it to use? Very simple. Okay, that's good. So... Um, the one thing that I don't like about it, but is cool if you have two monitors or if you can have a phone going uh-huh. um, to watch for your comments and stuff. Uh-huh. Unlike the other devices that you and I have used before, this doesn't give you the comments on the side or show your camera or anything like that. So it's literally just like you're playing a game solo. There's nothing on your I screen. I can see the pluses and minuses to that, yeah. So it's very is difficult. So More like, immersive. Yeah, it's way more immersive. I mean, you don't feel like you're streaming. Um, but then, on the other hand, like, you don't know what your camera angle's at. And... I would probably grab my Surface, personally, for the second screen if I could. Yeah. I mean, you could. Um, or a tablet, even. Yeah. I'm going to hopefully be buying a second monitor, so... Um, 
I wanted one. I'm just waiting for them to go back on sale. That's a $600 monitor that I got Almost for like Almost put up a Kickstarter that was a second monitor that kind of snaps on the back of your current monitor. Oh, that's kind of cool. Hmm. Maybe we should talk about that in a break and maybe feature it. Maybe. Um, that kind of, sounds kind of cool, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that is what I did this week. I'm sorry. Uh, stupid emails coming through all out of nowhere. Um, you want to talk some news? Let's talk some news. All right, Tim, what do you got in the news this week? Well, our glorious leader. I'm joining the military. I mean, it depends how the uniforms look, I guess. I mean, I'm pretty sure we the Jedi uniforms pretty getting much. Getting our glorious seen. leader has decided that we need a space force. What is a space force, Tim? Uh, the America needs to be dominant in in the space in the in so space. what we need to do is we need to build a Death Star, possibly, and send it to space. So I'm going to read you the story from LiveScience.com. In a meeting in the National Space Council yesterday, um, when this was written, which was June, June 18th, President Donald Trump ordered the Pentagon to get cracking on building a sixth branch of the U.S. military called the Space Force. This ambitious project, which Trump has been teasing for several months now, would result in the first new branch being added to U.S. military since the Air Force was created in 1947. But what exactly will the Space Force do? Who will pay for it? When will it launch? And most important, will it involve lightsabers? Elon Musk. None of that is entirely clear yet. Since first bringing up the idea for Space Force in March, Trump has provided many con- has not provided many concrete details about the project. Okay, skipping ahead. So, the problem is, is the Air Force already kind of has a Space Force. Since 1984, U.S. Air Force has put more than 280 satellites into orbit. Uh, most recent one was a missile detection satellite named USA-282. Um, yeah, but are we up there with guns and shit and shooting down on the Earth? Because if not, we're fucking up. I, I want to be shooting a rocket launcher in space, hurling it towards the U.S. So and just be like, oh, by the time the world the like, US rotates. Long to condense everything. The, the Air Force has a space program. It does. But we need that focus on it more. You just like want... I want case, a TIE fighter. I mean, what if there was an asteroid here going toward Earth? Then we need to launch some, like... See, armor. we need to get some fucking people in, like, specialized... So, so Bruce Willis could go up there and, and put a nuke yeah. on it. Yep, see, exactly. Yeah, I want some pew-pew lasers. Yeah. Like, he just randomly spouted this off, though. He like, out of nowhere. He didn't have any kind of plan, or... He was like, you know what? Space Force. Space done. Force. Bah! <laughs> here. Yeah, um, it was pretty so fucking weird. I, I'm... I just wonder if the Joint Chiefs will actually do anything with this like proclamation that I mean, he made. I mean, they kind of have to, don't they? I'm not sure, honestly. I mean, he is the chief executive, but like he says a lot of stupid shit. and They he, don't do it all the time. Like, There's actually documented cases where he says something and they just ignore it, and hopefully he doesn't remember it again. <laughs> like, There are documented cases of that. I'm trying to remember what, what it was exactly. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was something that we said, Hey, we're going to do this. Like, hey, hey, guys, hey, guys, hey, guys, let's do this. And they're like, Oh, yeah, sure, we'll get it right on that. And then they didn't do it. <laughs> um, so we'll see if, like... God, fucking Space Force. Dude, we could join the military. I mean, it, it, the nerd in me, like... See? Let the nerd in you take over, Tim. But the thing is, is, like, we're at the one side defunding NASA. Like, space exploration. But that's because we're refunding Space Force. So it's only cool if we have guns. 
in space. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's a weird... Big guns. Interesting times. Not little ones. Let's move back into more... Well, I guess I was geeky, but let's move yeah. into safer geek. Steam Summer Sales! Yep, it's coming out tomorrow. The big summer sale, or the big sale of the year usually drops around summertime, which is weird because you would think the Christmas sale would be a little bit more, but no, it's usually a summer sale. So you can probably expect a queue browsing card and collecting card activities. They're going to be coming alongside. Did you do this little quest to get the cards and stuff? No, okay. Not really. Right. I did like one year and I was like, oh, this is dumb. Yeah. There was one, one year where they had like a little tiny mini game on a browser game. And that, oh, do you remember that? No. It was weird. That sounds cool. It was kind of cool. For, I mean, like the first time you played it. That sounds it. like I probably would have played that. Um, in the meantime, itch.io summer sale is live. Um, and there's good deals on there for indie games. You guys want to check them out. But before you spend all your money on the Steam sale, maybe you should take a, a moment and pause and reflect. Um, because sometimes you'll like buy a game because it's 90% off that you will actually never play. Yeah. I'm totally guilty of this. Okay, um, and because of the new like European um, privacy laws, like websites have to publish what information they collect on you. Okay, and one of the side effects is Steam now has this thing where you can actually go into your own account and see how much money you've spent over the. Go life. into your account. Click on the link. Okay, but I have to log in. Then can I go into the app and do it? I think you need to click on the link and then use your code. So you don't know your number, do you? Um, give me one second. So you can. Click on this link that I provided to Zach, and it will take you into your account, and it'll show you how much money you've spent over the lifetime of your account. And and how much of it you've actually used? No, no, that's a different thing. Or how much you've actually spent. How much you've spent. So I have spent $780. Holy shit. Which, you know. It's not you, that bad, if actually. If you think about it, like, a normal console game would be 60 bucks, right? Yeah. So that's like, what? 12 games. So I'm buying lots of little games is what it comes down to. Um, because I have a Steam library of, I want to say, 200 games? Something in that neighborhood between 1 and 200 So games. what's old spend? I'm not sure. I that I didn't understand. And how much have you spent? I believe 782 is my number. 741. Oh, shit, son. I beat you about $40. You think? Oh, are you going to go spend some money on Steam Shadow? Just yep. To, you son of a bitch. I wonder what the fuck, what's PW spend? I don't know. That there are some weird like breakdowns, but I thought it was cool to see that number in one spot. And like for people especially who like play games with DLC or like add on content or loot boxes, I'll bet that's a kind of a frightening number when they open it. It's a really fucking frightening number. Because <laughs> I'm guessing for some people it's not three digits like you and I. It's, it's like four or five digits. Oh shit! If it's five digits. You gotta really look look in the mirror before you <laughs> pull the trigger on the next Steam sale. Um, so yeah, that's really all the news that I. Oh no, there is one more, but I don't have a, a link to a story. Okay, what is it? Um, Amazon is going to be um, partnering with certain hotels to allow you to bring Alexa kind of with you. Um, you know how hotels have like entertainment suites and yeah, stuff. yeah. So yeah, they will put. Be able so you can log into Alexa when you're in a hotel, and you know you can say, "Hey, Alexa. like an Amazon Dot inside your hotel room." Kind of. I'm guessing it'd be like, "Hey, Alexa, turn down the lights," or Alexa, play. "Hey, Alexa, come and fuck me." Whatever, Alexa, play something relaxing, and it would play. You know, it, it's basically just personalizing your hotel oh. experience. But you know, with the recent news of like Alexa, like accidentally recording conversations and emailing it to like your, I don't want your employees. Alexa listening. 
Like that happened in Portland to somebody where they recorded a snippet of the conversation with his wife and then emailed or messaged it to one of his employees. And I don't know what the conversation was about, but I don't know what you do in a hotel room, Zach, but I, I, I don't really feel comfortable bringing Alexa along. I wonder how many times somebody's she, she's not, got divorced. She's not, she's not the third I want in my menage a trois. I'm no. I wonder how many times people got divorced because they're like, your name's Alexa. I can't be married to you anymore. Yeah, I I kind of think that's probably not a popular name these days anymore. I'm not thinking so. Unless you're a dick. I'm going to name my daughter Alexa. If I have a daughter, I'm going to name her Alexa. You would. Uh, for a while, Trinity, the character from Matrix, uh-huh. was a really popular girl's name. That's weird. You guys are dumb. All right, so that's all the news. Oh, uh, you want to talk some uh, tech? Let's do some tech talk. It's going to take a little bit of setup. Yeah, it's going to take a few seconds, guys. So let's, if let's there's dead the air, let me know, and I'll I'll edit it next week. When this is already done and over with. Hey, Tim. Hey. So, uh... Can you hear me? I can. So, I'm not talking to you on the usual microphone that we use for our recordings. I'm talking to you on the Mod Mic 5 which is from Antline Audio. It's a company in Portland, Oregon. Um, they have a pretty unique product, I think. It is a um, small microphone with a kit um, for installation that you can put on any set of headphones. So let's say you have like a favorite set of headphones listening to music or yeah. podcasts or whatever, and you want to turn that into a headset. Well, you can. Yeah. Um, and it was really simple. I'm going to put up a video later th- this week or next week along with a short... How to set it up. Yeah. Um, and it took us what two minutes two minutes maybe yeah um what's really neat about it is there's a magnet attachment so anytime you want to take it off and just use your headphones as headphones only no problem um you can do that um we also got an attachment for review for xlr uh, and that's how we're recording this right so we've actually got the mod mic plugged into this power converter that they um graciously let us um test out it's plugged right into our mixer. What's is, it called? Do you know? Uh, it's like called the XLR power mixer. Okay. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Um, I, th- I think it is just called the XLR power mixer. So it's a nice little kit. It comes with a bunch of cables. It comes with a, a mute button. Um, it comes with a cable braid. So you can make, if you want to make your your setup kind of permanent, you can put, yeah. put the braids and the clips over the two cables you got one for your headset your ears and one for your mic um you can package all together really nice and make like a hyperx x like package or a logitech or whatever yeah for Um, sure for cheap for cheaper well cheaper and you could actually theoretically get like amazing audio quality like yeah like you can buy headphones that are like you know 500 to 800 dollars like amazing audio quality yeah ones that the typical gaming headsets, as nice as they might be, just can't quite do the range mm-hmm. that these could. You could turn that into a gaming headset if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, so I've tried this on my PlayStation 4. Um, I've tried it on my PC here and now on our mixer. And I think the audio quality is pretty good. Yeah. And I really like that you could just pop it on, pop it off real easy. Um, I don't know. I think it's a really cool product. I think it's a really cool product. So this is the Mod Mic 5. And I just... I can't hear myself anymore. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, I think I just connected the other two. So yeah, that's my tech talk for this week. Sweet, sounds good, guys. Well, we will be right back after this music break. 
And we are back. Taste your treats in hand again, guys. Uh, we are still sipping on the Fort George Brewery Vortex IPA. Not really sipping on it, but we had a growler no, we'll, full. we'll have to sip now because we're almost... Yeah. Well, we had an extremely long fucking break. It's like an hour ago. Yeah. That so, was quite a break. That was quite a break. Um, anyways, uh, hey, Tim, are you ready to kick it off? Let's kick it. Alright guys, this week on Kickstarter, for my very first Kickstarter, we have the Ultimate Board Game Backpack. When I first saw this, I thought of Tim because his family family plays a shitload of board games. And I like bags. And you like bags. And so, here we go. Get ready. For the greatest. Game bag. Ever. Ever. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of fucking games. There's a dragon breathing fire on us. I wonder how much that, that 3D shot costs. $27. Geek on. It's a pretty big backpack. That's a huge... That's like your Alienware backpack. Yeah, it's bigger. Holy shit, you could fit a small child in that. Yeah, they're actually going to start talking Trump, about Trump it. Trump could fit three children in that. Maybe. Holy crap. He's putting a huge stack of like um, six six giant board games in. Holy crap. That's like bigger than a carry-on luggage. Yeah. Like literally. Literally bigger. And it's still not full. It's like a CD case. That's a dice bag. But it looks like a CD case. It does, I guess, yeah. There's like ten dice in it. Which turns into a tray if you take off the top. Yeah. Pretty cool. Elastic box bands, so you can kind of strap your boxes together. So they don't open. Get some box bondage going on. Get box little, bondage. A little ball gag on it. I thought they talked about it. Like, they fit... That's a that's a huge... Like, you don't want to carry this bag around all day. You'll have some back strain. This is a big-ass bag. Magic card. Card protectors. Card pockets. Six accessory storage. There's, there's several side compartments, top compartments, in addition to the giant main compartment. Yeah, holy crap. You can fit a, a really significant game collection. Oh, you, thing. you can bring a whole night's worth of games in this one. Night? Thing. I'm thinking a week, honestly. Depending on the game. Oh, don't worry about that. There's a laptop case in this bitch. Sure. Why not? Like, this is comparable to, like, a hiking backpack bag that you would, like, you know, survive in the wilderness wilderness for, like, a month. But for game boards. I mean, it looks comfy, even. Mm. I'd like to see a frame on this, honestly, as big as it is. This would work for maybe, like, carrying it, like, 20 minutes. After that, you're going to have some significant back strain. Like my Alienware. Yeah, exactly. Like... This is good for taking it out of the car to wherever you're yeah. setting up, but... There's even uh, water bottle pockets on it. That's kind of ridiculous. Are there more than one model of this? Um, I'm not positive. But it's water resistant. <laughs> they're spraying a hose on it right now. With game boards in it. It's good that we're talking about this, because there's no actual... Yeah, like, there's... I could have swore there was fucking audio. Okay, he did the David Crusoe thing. Oh, yeah. Sunglass holder, even. Wait, what's on this side, Tim? What's on this side? I don't know. 
convenient shoulder strap pocket. What's he pulling out of it? It doesn't show me. Weed. God it damn was it. Weed. Dragon carabiner. Okay. It this is a dragon head carabiner. That doesn't look like a dragon to me. Kind of. I mean, sort of. You really have to, like, cross your eyes. I mean, if you're stoned, maybe it looks like one. It's got a hex wrench, because why not? What the hell? He's screwing in a light bulb. That's just dumb at this point. Okay, so you made a multi-tool out of his... <laughs> okay, this, that part pisses me off. Bottle opener, that's good, because you never know when you need a tasty treat while you're gaming all night. Why is it already foamy? Because he opened it wrong. Pen slot. Okay, I'm, I'm annoyed now. Protected accessory section, sure. See, look, there's your cable management, bro. Yeah, okay. It's kind of on top of the backpack. Wait, I thought there was a separate sunglass thing. Why is he putting sunglasses in there? He's got two pairs, bro. Every bro's got two pairs of sunglasses on him. That doesn't make any sense. He's got on the bus. <laughs> look how comfortable he looks while he's walking with that fucking huge thing <laughs> on his back. <laughs> like, he was trying not to tip backwards like a turtle. Geek on. All right. This is, uh... All right, guys. So this is the ultimate board game backpack. They're looking for 50,000 US dollars. Tim, can you guess how much they got? Uh, 457. There are 573,177 dollars. That's a lot of GMs. That's a fucking lot of backpacks. DMs, I mean, not GMs. Um, 3,585 backers. 21 days ago. $8 gets you the Dragon Carabiner. $20 gets you the dice that. tray and dice case. That's all right. That's cool. $20 elastic box band set of 10. Um, The gear bundle, $34. Get all the geek on gear minus the backpack. How much is the backpack? Um, Hold on. I'm going to guess it's 120 140 Well, 539 of them left him at 149 US dollars. Mm-hmm. The bare bone selection. Save fifty dollars off the expected retail price of one ninety nine. Uh, add additional bag at the early bird price simply by multiplying the reward by the number of bags you would like. Max of five. Granddaddy of them all. Two hundred fifty dollars or more retail reward level. Two hundred fifty dollars towards your first order to become a retailer for the ultimate board game backpack. This reward level is for retailers only. Retailers will have to provide proof of a business. In order to qualify for this reward level, please send us a message before or after pledging at this level to get the retailer pricing and the shipping costs. If outside the USA, the remainder of the cost will be paid after the campaign ends and through the pledge manager. Um, if you just want like a normal person, highest backing level, Tim, it's one ninety nine. It is the Kickstarter special backpack and gear. So you get uh, backpack and all the accessory yeah, packs. Exactly. Um, all right, that's so. not, that's a good price. I I just I'm not gonna spend two hundred dollars on a fucking backpack for my dice. We're not serious enough tabletop gamers to justify this, but I am sure for the right person this is something desirable. But holy shit, you are not gonna want to carry this too far. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. I mean, I I'll take my hunting bag. I'm sure I could fit close to that much. Yeah. It's, and it's I'll be a, camo and it's like half bloody and it's fine. All right. So my first Kickstarter is called Link and it's actually Indiegogo. Um, uh, shit. Um, so I think right when we started this, we did some something similar, but it was kind of hinky. We had to pay like an online service and it was, um, it used cellular technology. This is basically where you, um, link up two 
you know what? Just let me let the guys talk about it. Is this like the fucking like dynamite stick thing that would like track other people? It's it's like for communicate. It's not for communication. It's for finding other people. Like if you're hiking or if you're in the city and you want to find someone, just let them talk about it. Okay. This is Link. It connects two or more people together so they can find each other. It's a simple one-button interface. Just pair two or more devices. And then follow the arrow and distance right to your people. That's it. All without the need for phones, maps, connectivity, or subscriptions. Have you ever been lost or separated from your group? Yes. Been unsure at a fork in the road? Absolutely. Anxiously waited for your group to this return. Sounds like every pack from Tim and I are separated. To describe where you are. I'm by the kiosk with the place, the orc thing with the. Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't know. Is as much for fun as it is for safety. I uh, I walk outside. I'm not sure where I'm at. Yeah, I went for a smoke. I'm, I'm by some trees. Reunite easily. Remember that one time when trips. I went out for a smoke and then like randomly got lost inside the fucking park outside? Yes. Yeah. Or simply awesome. enjoy your outdoor activities with more confidence. Link uses a new approach to GPS and has a range between devices of up to three miles. Scroll through groups of up to twelve with the user interface that's simple enough for a young child to use. Link lasts up to three days without recharging, and its built-in clip allows you to attach the device to your clothes, oh, dragon gear, carabiner, or even pets. Engineered to endure the harshest environments, from snowy descents. The young kids. Link is more than a people compass. You can set meetup locations that everyone in your group can easily find and return to. A safe zone feature alerts you when anyone strays outside the boundary that you choose. It's great for kids and pets. No more worrying, wandering, or waiting around. So my question is: Does it alert other find people, people when, when nothing else? Somebody will. wanders outside of it. No, it's, you have to link up the devices. I get that, but like, okay, so like, say like, if I gave one to my son, mm-hmm. or uh, better example, because my son's not gonna get away really quickly. Let's say you were on a camping trip with your daughter, yes, and you give one to your daughter, yes, and you set like a safe zone, safe zone, mm-hmm. and she goes outside of it. Is, it. is it gonna tell you if I'm looking at my link? Yes. Okay. Um. So, what I like about this is, is simplicity. Like, it's got a one button interface. It doesn't use cell technology. It uses sounds like an Apple knockoff. Whatever. Um, it let me scroll through really quick. It uses like a radio frequency thing. I'm trying to find that part. Mm. So it's not GPS. It's not cell. It's a like a short wave radio frequency thing. Oh, that's cool. It is cool. So three mile radius. Um, I like the simplicity of it. I like that there's no subscriptions. You don't have to develop, depend on cell towers. Yeah. Um. So they it's were looking relatively fucking cheap, right? So they're looking for um, seventy five thousand dollars, and twenty two days left. They're currently a one million one hundred thirty nine thousand dollars. Right? They're fifteen fifteen hundred percent um, backed. <laughs> so they're hella backed. Um, okay, going to the backing levels. One thousand five hundred nineteen percent. Right. So the. Um, early bird that's available right now is a link two pack for $174 retail will be like basically 300 for that. So it's a 41% off and you would want at least two of these because otherwise yeah, it would make no sense. Dumb. 
Um, you can do an add-on um, of 89 per unit. So if you want to do like back at the 174, you could add on another one at 80, 89. Um, there's a family pack for 255. There's a whole bunch of different packs. Like I think the four pack would be the best. Probably. How much was the four pack? Uh, 336. Yeah. 43% off. Um, you can get a small group pack for 420. Oh, Jesus Christ. A big group pack for Tim. what? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're reading that one off. I am. Right now. A big group pack is 12 units for $898, which is 49% off. a hell of a fucking deal. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Um, that would cover... I mean, if okay, so like you, say if you were like an outdoors... Especially around here, we have a lot of these like camps or like outdoor survival groups and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, you offer each... You offer this to like each one of the participants. There's 11 other participants learning how to survive out in the wilderness... Like, you can keep track of them at that point. Yeah. So, I think it's a cool product. I like the simplicity of it. I like that it's on something simple like radio waves. So, um, you know, barring, like, crazy geography, like, giant mountains, this would probably work almost anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's cool. Um, and it's a lot better than similar products that I've seen in the past. So, it's called Link. That's L-Y-N-Q. It's spelled kind of weird. Sweet. And that's on Indiegogo, just to, to, in case you're looking yeah, for it. Yeah, not Kickstarter. Not Kickstarter. What's your next Kickstarter? All oh. right, my uh, next Kickstarter, guys, is Bitcoin, the Bitcoin. crypto card game. I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it. Maybe. Here we go. Government doesn't want you to know things. Top secret. Top secret. The hair. The worst secret of them all. Bitcoin. It's a con. We all know someone who's chased crypto down a shiny rabbit hole only to lose everything. Like your best friend's cousin Steve, who invested his entire <laughs> Damn it, wedding Steve, fund I fucking told you. Goddamn idiot. Steve is now an unmarried drunk living in a cardboard box. Fucking Steve, his days am I right? You're right. Because we don't want you to be an unmarried drunk living in a cardboard box spending all your days on Grinder, we created Bitcoin. <laughs> Grinder. <laughs> a card game for people who want to experience the rollercoaster-like thrills of investing in Bitcoin without losing All everything. the fun, without the risks. Yeah. The game itself is an exciting combination of Russian roulette and intense strategic gameplay designed Holy to mimic shit. the rollercoaster ride that is investing in Bitcoin <laughs> in a very dark way. If you like fast-paced strategy games, laughing at people that sold their house to buy Bitcoin, <laughs> or simply want to show your grandma how to lose all her money online... Then this is funny part is like, you yeah. How much did that, that shot cost the Matrix Our fresh new game will be delivered what? straight to your door. <laughs> We're backing no up. Games laughing at people that sold their house to buy Bitcoin or simply want to show this you right here. how to lose oh, yeah, all yeah, their yeah. money How online, much did that shot cost? Then this yeah, is the I don't game know. for you. And by backing this Kickstarter, our fresh new game will be delivered straight to your door. A lot of Bitcoin. Pizza smell optional. You'll That's soon cool. be addicted to losing all your money without actually losing all your money. What I want to and we went above and beyond to make sure this was the best-looking crypto card game in the world. Eh. Is there really another crypto good. card we'll game? For everything, I like mean, cutting it, bananas, the graphics shaving, on the card are alright, but they're not amazing. Cleaning sticky situations, Wait, you can shave with it? Even you can cut cocaine with it, Zach. <laughs> <cup of coffee. laughs> they showed us someone cutting you a line of cocaine cards with for the lots cards. Of things, but we think you'll use them with friends. Or when you can't code anymore. Video's fucked up, Zach. Just a little bit, isn't it? We can guarantee you that if you back this Kickstarter, our game will join the long list of things you'll never see return on a Doggy coin. Like your son Kevin's education. 
So stop paying for your son Kevin's education. God damn it, Kevin. Membership you never I fucking told you. Or crypto fucking that's Steven about Kevin. to crash and join the conspiracy today. In return, we'll send you our card game. Some, I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people, not a lot, but I know some people have made a lot of money off of Bitcoin. I think you should probably pause video at this point. Let me help you with that. But, 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 Tim. Join the conspiracy. Yeah, okay, how much does this game cost? All right, guys. Bitcoin. The crypto card game. It's not going to make it. Oh. 7,524 US dollars is what they're looking for. Okay. They're at 1,725. And they made a pretty good video, honestly. 50 backers. Oh, shit. That's sad. Can you guess how many hours to go, Tim? I'm guessing. Well, you said hours. Yeah. Uh, 16. Up. Uh, 23. Down. 22. Down. 18. Down. 17. Yep. 17 hours. Yep, 17 hours ago, guys. Um, one U.S. or one, yeah, wow, wow. They spent a fair amount of money in that fucking video. They did. Yeah, one U.S. dollar gets you show some love. Uh, <laughs> we should back it at that level. We won't have to pay it. And that's very true. Um, insider it, trading. If I back at that level, it will join um the poop sling in my failed um Kickstarter oh, back the Bitcoin. Um, insider trading. You're amazing. Weird people that wake up at 4 a.m. are first in line at the Apple Core Apple Store. Can spot trends before they happen and back Bitcoin con before the rest. Enjoy one copy of the game exclusively delivered first and be a trendsetter plus digital swag. Because that was kind of confusing. How much was that again? Twelve U.S. dollars. Okay. Oh, why don't you just go up to the top level? That's uh. There's twenty of those left. Oh, jeez. Of the $12 level? Yep. Or the... No, no. Of the $12 level, there's 20 of those left. Only 20? Um, yeah. That's weird. Oh, so is that, is that like the early bird or something? 230 out of 250 are taken. Okay. Is there a, a new tier after that? or? Wait, sorry. Hold on. 230 this left. This is the most confusing Kickstarter ever, yes, by the way. Yes, it is. 230 left of 250. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Um... The early bird gets the Bitcoin, two decks. Okay. Um. Plus one copy of Bitcoin. Plus one copy of Bitcoin. Fuck the haters. <laughs> okay. Um. There's 231 out of 250. 19. And how backers. much is that? That is uh 31. Okay. This is too confusing. Just go to the top level now. Eight thousand three hundred sixty-nine US Holy dollars. Shit. Okay. Ultimate investors pack. We're a bit scared that you're either A, like our game this much, or B, really hate pe- seeing people invest in something as worthless as Bitcoin. Here's what we'll do. For the market price of one Bitcoin at the time of your campaign launch, we'll send you your weight and copies of Bitcoin game. Use them as wallpaper, sleep on them like cash, or give them as a present for the next 20 years. It's up to you. You also get signed a signed copy of each version of the game, a signed and framed collector's plaque of the first card printed. No. The unreleased bound Bitcoin scoring book. No. Plus digital swag. Who wants a framed copy of a card? I was really excited they were gonna give me a Bitcoin. I but mean then, that would be actually worth it. Yep. But this game's not. Alright, well that's You know what's it. really funny? Hmm. I've never seen this before in all of our Kickstarters. What? 
The grand daddy of them all is eight thousand three hundred sixty-nine U.S. dollars. Sure. The next one down, sixty-eight U.S. dollars. That's a big jump. It's a fucking huge jump. Like, let's just put it out there in case someone maybe has like just fuck you money. You know, you know what the funny part is? They didn't put like a limit on it either. Yeah, you, you can all buy it. That's fine. We'll make as many as you want. How the fuck do you get the same first print of the very first card? Don't don't look at that. Well, let's move on from your bullshit to some more bullshit. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, Zach. So what is like the most like overplayed genre of games right now today? It would have to be a Battle Royale game. What if you could make your own? I mean, that'd be sweet. I'm probably like a Link jumping around the screen, stabbing fools. A hundred Links jumping from a plane. Well, no. Hunter Link's jumping from a guardian. Okay. All right. Well, you can make this dream a reality with this bullshit kickstart. I just gave Nintendo the best idea in the world. We'll have to delete that part. Okay. So, before we start this video. Yep. I need to give you a bingo card. Oh, Jesus. Okay. This is a buzzword bingo card. You got it? Okay. Um. So, so what What do I do? Um. Well, like every time you hear a buzzword, I just cross it you out. Cross it off the, and then okay. you'll, you'll bingo. Whenever I get one, like a row, exactly. Whenever I get a row, I yell bingo. Um, yeah. So, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's watch the video. Okay. Do you play video games? Have you ever wanted to create your own? Are you not yes, the high no. job? This Kickstarter yes. is for you. No. If you like playing games, have yes. you ever considered making one yourself? No. Chances are you've spent hours playing video games, yes. but not hours creating video no. games. Right. And even if you have tried to create video games, chances are you've gone to YouTube, spent a no. bunch of money on expensive courses, no. or even gone to a boot camp costing you thousands of dollars. Not fucking once. Ending up YouTube, with absolutely uh, nothing to show for it. Chances are you haven't found the right uh, instructor, and chances are you haven't found the right company to show you how to do the job. Luckily, here at Mammoth Interactive, we have a track record of getting people from knowing nothing about games to being a complete guru. So what yep, kind of guru. game should you make first? Should you make a space shooter? Should you make a match speed you game? Say you, you know what? Say Those you are did. great places to start. But you know what's a better place to start? Making a battle royale. No! Battle royales are the battle royale. in the gaming industry. Fortnite made three hundred million dollars in April yeah, alone. Everybody That's else is making fucking right now. Three hundred million dollars because battle royales are such a complete. Why is it three hundred million dollars on this fucking password? That's why they need people like yeah. you to work at their companies to make their games better. But oh, where do you shit. start? Do you start with an online tutorial that doesn't even show you how to make a battle royale? Or do you pledge for this Kickstarter today that will show you how to build a complete battle royale from scratch? We here at Mammoth Interactive take pride in making the best game tutorials the internet has to offer. We show people, complete beginners, how to code, build the art, and complete the game, all in one tutorial series. No one else does that. This he said tutorial sometimes, but that's one of the bingo words. Is extremely important. By knowing how to do every single I'm part of the process, bingo. you, as either an artist or a coder or a level designer, become more rounded and therefore more valuable. One of the hardest things to do in the computer programming industry is to know both design and code. If you can do both of those things, you've just become a unicorn. What is a unicorn? A unicorn is something that can do absolutely Oh, everything. bingo! Unicorn makes so bingo. Rare. Mammoth Interactive shows you how to become that unicorn. 
My name is John Burr. I've been coding since 1997 and teaching since 2002. In 2011, oh I released God. a game that shows this people guy. how to make games from constructs. I'm not gonna lie, his games are like complete fucking garbage and his site is even worse. Game scratch, make the art, the music, and completely finish the game. Since then, I've started a company called Mammoth Interactive that shows people how to achieve their digital dreams. You've ever Dream wanted to create a digital game, dreams, Zach. this course is Oh my god. Since releasing my first course, Mammoth Interactives has become a top seller on major websites such as Udemy.com. No, it hasn't. This course will be taught by the amazing Glauco P. Rez and Kevin Liao. Both if they're so fucking amazing, why isn't there fucking like Photoshop photos like we cropped out properly? Achieve maximum success. Maximum like, success. Like a white That's one thing like around all success. We like to make learning efficient because your time is valuable. We don't just upload random Dude, these aren't even games that would be like popular in like the courses. 60s. We make sure that you learn the most amount of information in the least amount of time. If you don't like the speed of our tutorials, you can either speed them up or slow them down depending on whichever you want to do on this our really fast. This is the first major course that will show you knockout. how to create a battle royale from start to finish. There is no college or university class that even shows you how to do that. Sure, you can get a Actually, computer science degree kind of and learn maybe Java. I'm pretty positive nobody's like Unity or Unreal, but there's no course showing you another how to fucking battle royale. Unity, Java, battle royale. Furthermore, there's no <laughs> university course that will show you the holistic approach to game development. Holistic. No course will show you how game to development. build the code. Build the assets. That's double bingo. Our tutorials oh are proven oh. in the marketplace. We give you a step-by-step Okay, so there's like literally everything on your buzzword has been we crossed also off. Give you a ton uh, I think, of did you say Java? So you yeah. Don't okay. Make yeah, we got quadruple. We can stop listening. I like, this holy shit, guys, holy shit. Into six different levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each of these levels I, is I'm done. It's like a five-minute video. This guy's full of shit. This guy is legitimately fucked. You know where he's out of? The stupid Vancouver. Yeah, that's right. We're calling you out, Anthony. This douchebag lives in your city, not ours. Yep. All right. So if you want to back this piece of crap, okay. First piece of all, of shit. <laughs> here's here's our level of confidence in this Kickstarter. Oh my god! How much do you think they asked for for this? Oh, well, I'm already looking at it, and this is fucking ridiculous. They were so confident this would get backed that they asked for three hundred and eighty-four dollars, money that I sometimes have just in my wallet, literally. Literally. Uh they they currently have thirty six days to go with this is the depressing part. They're really fucking the depressing part. hundred and two backers. They are currently at four thousand four hundred and ninety dollars. Oh my god, how many fucking battle royals are gonna jump up on Steam now? These are gonna make it to Steam. You Dick to sucking battle royale. Get it on it's two K eighteen. Alright, so learn to build your own battle royale for thirty nine dollars Canadian or thirty one US. Limited quantity. There's there's 16 left of 77. They found about 50 suckers. Um, this comes with uh, several courses, including... I'm going to read it off, because we, we own that much at least. Level 1, Introducing Game Development Unity. Level 2, Create Your Own Hero. Level 3, Make Unforgettable and unforget Unforgiving Battle Arena. Level 4, Get Ready to Use Weapons. Level 5, Sword and Shield. Level 6, Fine-Tuning fine and Unique Features. Bonus Topics, 50k Skynet Stretch Goal featuring Artificial Intelligence. 100k feels like a home stretch goal featuring a local server. 200k call to arms stretch goal featuring a global server. All right. So there's many other. So I should point this out to you guys mm. for a battle royale. Yeah. If they don't hit a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand, you don't get you, AI. You well, you've got nothing because if you don't got a stretch goal featuring a global server, you're literally only going to hit the people up in the same room as you. I mean, I I can't see. 
the games at this level going further than that, honestly. I mean, I'm really thinking like a jack-off simulator, like Battle Royale. I've got a jack-off simulator on Steam I can show you. The the dick one where you have to stick the dick in the butt? No. What? You've forgotten already. I'll have to show you later. Okay, so let's say you want to back the top level. You're like really into Mammoth. You want to look at all their shit. You just really want to pound Mammoth. Okay, this is depressing. There's one left out of two. Someone has backed at this level. That's really fucking depressing. Uh, Mammoth Lifetime Rewards. Limited quantity. Get lifetime access to our training platform. With this donation, you get every course Mammoth Interactive has ever made and ever will make. So it's 999 You know what this is? It's uh, 700. This is just like your other Kickstarter. Hmm. The fucking creator of this one backed at this level with a fake credit card. Or his mom. Yeah. Or his mom. And he's going to pull right at the very end. Well, there's one left if you've got 769 US and you want to back at this level and yeah. Okay, I'm depressed. So let's move on. Let's talk about uh, games we've actually played that are actually good. Hopefully. Holy fucking shit. You want to go first or when we go first? Uh, You first. Okay, so I finished God of War. How was it? It was good. Was it? It was really good. I showed you some clips of the final boss battle and I beat the shit out of that guy. No, you didn't. Yes, I did on Twitter. You forgot? Oh! The one that you tagged me in? Mm-hmm. That was the final boss? Yeah. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So someone who helped me along the way got really pissed that I beat his ass. Like, really pissed. Like, we're talking set up for a sequel kind of pissed. Um, I can't... I can't. Somebody re- that helped you? Yeah. Like your son? No. So the son... Like, the relationship between Kratos and his son is, is really cool. It, like, goes ups and downs. It goes a lot of places. And there's a kind of a reveal about your son toward the end, which is um, kind of confusing, honestly. I didn't expect that at all, what hmm. what they revealed. Um, I really can't talk in specifics without spoiling it. I will say that I, sp- I, I ended up just kind of getting done with all of the extra armor that you could upgrade. And, like, I could keep progressing in the game without, without worrying about... Cause the armors give you different abilities. Like, you can get, like, like rage or, like... You kind of set up your armor depending on how you want to play. And I just got kind of tired of dinking around with it. I had lots of money I didn't spend. Lots of resources I didn't use. I just wanted to finish the game. And so I didn't complete some of the side quests. I didn't like explore all the armor. I didn't fight all the Valkyries. There was things I just left alone. Um, but I'm very satisfied with the the story of God of War. And it was very sat- satisfying. Um, so that was a big budget production. Like, you know, amazing graphics. Huge. Right. To contrast with that, I, I played in two sessions and completed a game called Subsurface Circular on Switch, um, which is also available on Steam. And this is a very, not a low budget, but let's say a limited budget game. It's an indie game. It's an indie game with decent production values, um, good art, but it's very limited. Like, the game is literally a robot um, sitting in a subway train and talking to other robots that get in and out of the train. And he's a detective. Fucking weird. Yeah, this is a total Tim game. So you're either going to be really into this or not. So it's sort of like a visual novel where you just you just uh, pick what you're saying. Um, there's no, like, th- there, I guess there's movement sort of where you, you click the cursor to interact with a different robot. Yeah. But there's no, like, getting up. Like, your character stays seated in the same seat the whole fucking game. It's weird. There's is a it map. voice acted? Uh, yeah. There's a... There's a map of the sub subway station. Actually, sometimes it comes into play because like someone will ask you, like, "What stop do I need for this?" or whatever. You have to go look it up. Gotcha. Um, the game goes. Sucks. 
No, it's good. Oh. Um, like it starts out slow. Like it took me like ten minutes to get into it, um, just because of the the format, like the conversation format. But um, by the end of the game, there was a very cool, interesting moral choice. That's cool. Um, which I'll tell you off air because okay. it, it kind of. Do you ever play the hobo game? I played a little bit. Um, that's a deeply flawed game. Like it's interesting, but deeply flawed. Like the one you have to tell stories at and shit. Yeah, the problem is it's not very playable. The one that we played at PAX and it was like, what the fuck is this? Like it almost worked better as an audiobook or something than a game. Like it, they didn't work on the gameability part of it very well. Um, the other game we're playing is um for review, uh, Lego Incredibles on PlayStation Four, and we just saw the movie. Like I said, and I think I said that right. Yeah, you did. Um, Incredibles two. Incredibles two, but the incredible Lego Incredibles game covers both movies. Nice. Um, yeah, it's good. I I kind of stepped away from Lego games for, way, for a while because they kind of end up being... They're all this fucking same. This one's cool, though, because there's like a hub world and there's kind of like a GTA element where you can jump into cars, do some side missions, or there's like main missions. Um, there's one you part... you drive around if you want, right? Yeah, and there's like this one obstacle part where you're like Elastigirl on her motorcycle, like jumping over stuff and doing tricks. Is it two-player? Yeah. Nice. So I'm playing a local co-op with my son. It's fun. Um, hope to finish it. Um, I don't know how many stages there are. That'll be kind of a limiting factor. Is but there an actual story? Loosely. Sort of. Yeah, I would say it's more like a, a collection of action set pieces. Okay, cool. But they're all drawn from the movies. Yeah. Uh, Bus Simulator 18 played a little bit more with my daughter. Did um, you really? I really did. Holy fuck. Do you guys get a better bus? No. Did we you guys did... make it into the water? We drove around. We tried to actually play it seriously this time, and... Yeah, that is a simulator as fucking simulator game. And if you're into simulators, it's great. Um, did you guys you use your retarder? We did. Um, did it actually work like it's supposed to? I mean, it kept us from going above a certain speed, so yeah. Okay. It's kind of like the movie speed, except there's no bomb. Gotcha. It just makes you go slow. Um, enough about that. Played a Kickstarter game that I backed called Lust for Darkness. Um, that is... Um, how do I describe this? Okay, so there's like this sex cult. Basically. Fuck yeah. That, like... Bl- that just loves the fuck. Well, there's this, like, other realm called uh, Lusteria or something. Uh, like, Lust is the first part of the word. I can't remember the second part. And basically, you open a portal to this dimension by having weird kinky sex. <laughs> and, um, so this guy is looking for his wife. And somehow she gets involved with the cult. And so he gets a letter from her. So he goes to this mansion. And there's all these weird people wearing masks. And these... Like sex rights, and there's portals. There's like dildos on vibrating machines. There is totally dildos. Um, it's weird. Is there nipple clamps? Maybe. Um, so there's one part where I was walking through an orgy, and it wasn't as salacious as you might think. Like there was people definitely kind of, but it was like there's there a lot of shadows, and like so it wasn't as like nasty as you might have thought it would be. And um, lame. The, yeah, but I've crossed over to that that realm. That part's kind of cool. It reminds me of, like, Alien or something with a, like, weird, like, creepy joke. Like, the, the walls what, look weird. I don't know what any of that means. Do you know what the movie Alien is like? Like, oh, fuck. Okay, it's a weird alien world. Let's just say that. And there's, like, these things chasing me, and there's this mask where I put it I've on. I've seen Avatar. Not like that. Okay, cool. You haven't seen the movie Alien or Aliens? Nope. None of them? No. Nope. the fuck is wrong it's with like you? It's like John Wick. I, I I really want you to see John. You Wick. keep promising me like a hero. I've got you the hero. Yeah, but a hero in John Wick. We need to like set a time for that. 
Okay. Well, so anyway, Lust for Darkness. Price. It's a Kickstarter game. I got the reward. I got the code. Um, I'm happy with it. I, I didn't spend a ton of money on it. I haven't beaten the game. I think I'm probably about halfway through it. Um, I'm stuck in this one part in the other world where this demon monster with... You need to go fuck her. With, well, she does have boobies, but she like just runs up and kills me, and I don't know how to get past mm. her. So anyway, um, that's Lust for Darkness. What have you been playing? Uh, I played a shitload of Frostpunk. You did, and that, that was cool. So I did fucking terrible the first time I played it. I think that's kind of the point. Um, I did a little bit better the next time. Basically, yeah, you should describe it, the game a little bit. It's a post-apocalyptic, like sub-nuclear winter. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely winter over the whole planet, right? Yeah, well, as far as we know, mm-hmm. um, it's based in Russia. I want to say. Right? It, feels, it feels Russian. I don't know, but it feels Russian. It does feel Russian. Um, everything's snowy, icy. Everything's like negative forty degrees Celsius, thirty nine degrees Celsius. I can compare um, it to a movie, but that would mean nothing to you. What movie? Snowpiercer. Never heard of it. Right. Um, but basically, you're a convoy that's trying to get to this nuclear reactor, um, or this generator, I should say. I think it's coal, not nuclear. It's, it is. It's right. You're coal. It's coal. Um, it's a generator that runs off of coal that, uh, is rumored and along the way you lose some people. Um, this is all pre-game, um, video cutscene with a ladybug. Um, you get there and you basically have to mine some coal, um, to get the generator back on to warm up a certain distance. And the generator has a vicinity that it warms up. And defrost the snow around it. Um, it's like a would you like an RTS almost, sort of in a way. Yeah, or like a sim game. Sim, yeah, it's like an RTS sim. It's uh, it's, it's all a, centered around that generator. It's all and uh, keeping people alive enough to research new ways of heat. And so the second game I played lasted a hell of a lot longer. Um, but. I had weird shit pop up that was like the first game I was like rushing to try and save the people that we lost on the uh, caravan mm-hmm. to the generator. Right. And uh, I don't know what that noise is. Neither do I. I think it's um, something outside. Probably. Um, but in the second game I said fuck them and basically put everybody I think I think my I think somebody's taking a shower. Yeah, okay. Um, That's better than a, a jet heading toward our house or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the fucking Russians are coming to attack us because we're talking shit about them right now. Um, Second game, I basically said, fuck them. They can die out there. And um, focus on the actual building of my camp and everybody around me, making sure everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. My discontent was like almost at zero. My hope was like at 100 Mm. Um, which was exact exact opposite of la- the previous game that you watched. Um, but then something weird happened about like 45 minutes in, somebody like stumbled to the very top of the brim where my generator was and like died with a note saying that everybody on the rest of the world is dead. And it like... I imagine that affected your discontent. Basically fucked my game. Do you, like, do you think that happens every time you play, or is it kind of random? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I haven't started it up again since then. But, like, I basically shut the game down at that point. I was like, it gave me, like, I think it was, like, 
six hours to correct the thing. And I was like, I have no materials to fix this issue. Right. Like I'm fucked. So I just quit. It's, it's a lot of fun. I really like it. It has really good graphics, really good. Uh, I've, I've heard this game and I like this term described as a misery simulator. It, it's very, yeah, it's very dark and there's a lot of decisions you have to make that are very difficult yeah, like when you were like in- installing like child labor laws, that was messed up. So there's like a lot of fucked up laws in this game that I didn't want to instill just because I don't want people to know how sick and twisted I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think the third time when I try to play is, I think I'm just gonna fucking do it. Okay. Child labor, cannibalism, just murder, of murder of anybody who has any- that is sick, just kill them, slit their throat, play them out of their misery. Is there one like like you had like a a like pile a, of dead bodies that you can cook down the line. No, like the cage fighting thing. Or... Oh, yeah, the cage fighting thing. I didn't figure out how to make that work yet. Mm. But, yeah, cage fighting is uh, to make the hopefulness go up. You can cage fight. That doesn't... Okay, yeah. Misery goes up, but your hope goes up as well. Interesting. Yeah. So, I did that. I also played Sniper Elite 3. Cool. Um, I shot some testicles. And I didn't realize that, like, if you get, like, a really good shot on somebody's dick, mm-hmm. it literally shows the dick on an x-ray with the two nuts, and then it just shatters. <laughs> Some fucking guy, like, spent, like, a couple days animating that shit. Yeah, That's... and I very much appreciate What'd you do at work today, honey? I animated some guy's dick blowing up. Yeah, and I fucking That's nice, appreciate honey. it. I fucking appreciate it. That's... <laughs> What a world we live in. So that's what I did on Sniper League. What 3. was your favorite weapon? The uh, the M, whatever the fuck it was. Oh, you, you used the M1 Garand the whole time? Oh, yeah, the whole fucking time. I love that gun. Just hold the breath, zoom in on his dick, and pull the trigger. And explodes nuts. Yeah. And then I played some Elder Scrolls Online as well. Why? I don't know. I just felt like it. Okay. Did you like go on a little side quest or something or i forgot how expansive that world is sure. and like i so just i just wander around i completed all my side quests but like all the turn-in spots were like across like a 20th of the fucking field mm-hmm. and i spent like an hour riding and i was like i'm fucking done for right now so you literally just wandered around literally just finished a couple quests how long did you play i think like an hour okay and like I just kept like riding in. I a, feel like next time you direction. next time you feel like that kind of gameplay issue, just go back to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but I can't stream that. I'm streaming. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, there's I, ways, but it's complicated. Yeah, it's a bitch. So that's what I did this week. Okay. Um, finally, games. First time in like five months. I know. I'm so, excited that you. I guess if that's the key that you need to stream whatever you're playing, that's what yes, you, that's I, what you need I don't to do. Really know, or maybe get a prostitute or something. I'm not really sure. I, I, that, how does that work? I don't know. We can stream it. She plays the games while you do other things? Yeah, sure. Okay. Like, cut my toenails and stuff. All right. Let's talk about games that come out this week. All right. So, uh, grab the Wash bottle. Wash image out of your mind if you can. Grab the bottle. Nintendo Switch. Is that, like, f- is that like spin the bottle, but you grab it instead? I want you to look this up while I uh, while I read the rest. Okay. Grab the bottle. Grab the, grab the bottle. Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. I fucked up my microphone. Moosey Nix, uh, Nintendo Switch. Minecraft, Nintendo Switch. Your son needs to get on that, bro. Lost in Harmony, Nintendo Switch. Drawful 2, Nintendo Switch. The Journey Down, Chapter 1, Nintendo Switch. 
Johnny's Turbo Arcade, Wizard Fire Nintendo Switch, Gunbird 2 for the Nintendo Switch, ACO Neo Geo The Last Bay Blade 2 Nintendo Switch, Mario Tennis Aces Nintendo Switch. Dude, there's a fucking shitload of Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, the Crew 2 Motor Edition PS4. Yes. East. East. The, is that 8? Um, I can't remember. V111. Is that 8? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lacrimosa of Donna. Nintendo Switch. Luminous Remastered. Nintendo Switch. PS4. Xbox I One. I would check PC. that out. Luminous is a pretty cool like music action like rhythm game. Nice. Near Automata. Become... As God's Edition, Xbox One, mm-hmm. and Deblob, Nintendo Switch. Deblob. Deblob. So, so I sent you a trailer. It's 41 seconds. If you want well, to check it out? Yeah, I will. But okay. uh, Cubic Color. Uh, oh, there's more? Yeah, coming to uh, the goddamn Nintendo Switch. So basically all Nintendo Switch games. And uh, here's Grab the Bottle, so we're going to check it out. I have no idea if there's a good audio this one. Are your muscles tired from reaching out for a fresh one? Does it feel like you just want to give up? Don't worry. With Grab the Bottle, you can reach out for anything you desire without moving an inch. The fuck is this? I don't know. It's like a robot arm that's all stretchy. It's fantastic. The fuck? It's hip. And it the makes your life so much this? more enjoyable. It's like Grab a the endless runner with a hand. With like flash graphics. Wow, that looks like shit. I bet that was designed by the Mammoth Game Studios, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this week. All right, guys, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast, youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. You guys can always find us over at thebunsmashers.com, plug and play gamer.com. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button because if not, well, fuck you. Um, and until next week, don't forget to prime. And shine. And fuck guys. I C E. Fuck I, I like ice in my whiskey. Not this kind of ice. Fucking take your kids away. You never see them again. I like my kid. So fuck ice. <laughs>